A viral prophecy says a Kansas City Chiefs win in the Super Bowl could be a sign of the apocalypse. We'll dig into the text. Also, a new study reveals more Christians are identifying with the phrase, quote, born again than ever before. Here's why that matters. And finally, the Duplass brothers are back with another kooky-looking movie. We've got our first look at Allison Bree's Horse Girl. Looks kind of creepy, but I'm intrigued. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. Translating the Bible requires a delicate blend of accuracy and readability. The Christian Standard Bible pursues that blend, upholding fidelity to the original languages and presenting scripture compellingly for our modern English context. It's accurate, readable, and shareable. The Christian Standard Bible. Visit csbible.com slash relevant to learn more. That's csbible.com slash relevant. All right, to tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, how is it going, man? Hey, Jesse. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday, man. Well, Tyler, let's get let's get right to it. Um, there is uh, there's something going around the internet that you saw this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as as the football fans in our audience knows, the Kansas City Chiefs are heading to the Super Bowl. They'll be playing where they'll be playing the San Francisco 49ers. And according to a prophecy, if they win. We could be headed to the end of the world. What can you tell us about that? <laughs> yeah, well, let's use prophecy in quotes here. Uh, but uh, we yeah. hold the straight reporting from the relevant daily. So, yes, Kansas City Chiefs are bound for the Super Bowl. And if they win, that could be a sign of a coming revival that will sweep the world and herald the beginning of the end for us all. And that is according to a viral Facebook post that has really taken off. Uh, it's from this guy named Sean Boltz. He's the author of several books on prophecy, hosting TV shows on places like CBN and TV. And he wrote on Facebook that he had heard someone tell him that God told that person that, and this is a quote, the Chiefs would go to the Super Bowl and win it. He shared that when they won it, it would be a sign of an upcoming end time revival. He then explained that, quote, again, God is raising up his chiefs to be apostolic leaders in many spheres of influence. So there is the prophecy as we found it online. Well, can you tell us a little bit about where it actually originates from? Yeah, so Sean Bolt says that he heard it from a guy by the name of Bob Jones. Now, this is not the Bob Jones of Bob Jones University, who I'm sure many people are very familiar with. This Jones was a leader of a group called the Kansas City Prophets. They were a precursor to the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, IHOP. Uh, Jones prophesied a lot, and he had what we could charitably call an uneven track record of these prophecies coming true. Jones passed away in 2014. He said that the Archangel Gabriel visited him when he was seven years old, blew a trumpet in his face, and hurled a bullskin at young Bob's feet. That bullskin was the mantle of the seer prophet, which through God's power, quote, enabled him to foretell earthquakes, tidal waves, comets, and weather patterns, and apparently NFL victories. Now, I did a little research here. I could find no written record of Jones's prophecy about the Chiefs here, uh, so anybody who wants to hinge some end time 
lifetime significance on the outcome of the Super Bowl. We'll have to take it on faith that Bulls is telling the truth here. But if they do, they're in luck because the Chiefs are slightly favored to win in the Super Bowl. <laughs> now, t- Tyler, I you know I I want to you know speak earnestly about people who are pursuing positive yes, of spiritual things and 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 spiritual things from the Bible, including you know what a lot of people see as the Bible's indication that you know Christians can prophesy and there are prophetic giftings in the New Testament. But with this one, there seems to be some calls for skepticism. Is that right? Yeah, with this one, I mean, it, look, we know that the Bible is full of prophecies and and that God has no limits. And God can do whatever he wants and, and tell people what they choose. But the Bible is very clear and, and cautions us even about predicting the second coming. The book of Matthew, of course, says, but about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. Um, and we also know that even uh, scholarship here on earth, theological scholarship would suggest that there's nothing we as people can can do to hasten the end times. A recent study from Lifeway said that most pastors here in America don't believe that world events have any bearing on what the end times will happen or what those end times will look like when they do. We just don't know a lot about the apocalypse. Uh, And the history of Christianity is rife with end times predictions that really haven't panned out. People have been predicting the end times for uh, for at least since I was a little kid, and it hasn't happened yet. (laughs) So I I think think it dates back uh, to even before then. I'm pretty (laughs) sure. Sometime, so uh, so I would say um, we, th- this is not something that we obviously are taking uh, terribly seriously right now. But obviously, don't want to besmirch people who 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 really do seek to hear from God and have yeah. been moved to to work for Him on the world in very meaningful and powerful ways. Yeah, but what is interesting is you know this this uh, Facebook post has been shared thousands of times, oh, it's being, huge. and yeah. being read presumably tens of thousands mm-hmm. on top of that. So yeah, it's definitely something that's important to address. Well, finally, Ty- uh, or next up, Tyler, turning uh, to some interesting kind of poll news uh, about you know kind of studies that, that's happening out in uh, 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 you know American culture. Uh, a recent research recent research found some interesting findings as it pertains to the phrase born again. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us? Okay, so there's this this is interesting and it's a new study that found that born again, which is a phrase that has typically been associated most closely with evangelicals and black Protestants over the past few decades is really losing that's that exclusivity. Lots of Christians from all stripes are referring to themselves as born again now. That includes mainline Protestants and Catholics. So the study comes from Ryan Burge. We quote him a lot on The Daily and at Relevant Magazine. He's an assistant professor of political science at Eastern Illinois University. And he's really become an indispensable source for understanding faith trends in America. I'd recommend people who are interested in these sorts of things to give him a follow on Twitter. He does a lot of this. He's found that the phrase born again is on the rise among lots of different types of Christians. Evangelicals and black Protestants have long used the phrase born again as an identifier, but that designation is on the rise really across the board. How so, Tyler? Uh, So the biggest jumps were among two groups. First, mainline Protestants, who've gone from about 28% 
identifying as born again to 40 percent since 1988 wow. big jump uh, and catholics doubled in the same time period so th- this isn't talking about the number of them who identify as christian but those who particularly identify as being born again with regards to their christianity as burge himself wrote over at christianity today quote those increases are especially striking because neither tradition teaches that a born again conversion is a necessary component of their faith it is interesting to see, you know, I, I feel like, you know, born again, you know, was sometimes used as almost not as an insult, but as, you know, this kind of designation as an outsider, yeah. uh, you know, but but then it was also kind of this kind of claim of pride, like, oh, I've been born again. Mm-hmm. And do we know why it's really expanding in terms of who is considered born again or, or who's using that phrase in these, you know, uh, large populations of Christians. Uh, no, we don't know why. That was beyond really the reach of the study. But there is a little bit of speculation. Uh, Birch thinks it may have to do with our understanding of what being born again is, what the definition is. Hmm. Uh, he did find that the more people attend church, the more likely they are to identify as born again. So it could just mean that the definition is changing to someone who takes their faith extra serious. Uh, I'm born again means that it's a real commitment on my part that has actual action. But, but the answer is we don't know. But it is interesting to watch that as as we've talked about a lot on here, the definition of evangelicalism is sort of changing and shifting to include a lot of cultural and political beliefs for the last few years. It appears something similar is happening with the phrase born again, but in very different ways. Uh, so yeah. just a lot of changing terms and lanes in the Christian faith circle over the last few years that we're still learning in the very early years of understanding learning about all right well finally tyler i want you to break down uh horse girl which is a <laughs> clip it's, it's i came across it on youtube this morning it was just released a little teaser from netflix um i was intrigued Uh-oh. what can you tell us about horse girl absolutely there's a lot to unpack right in the two minute clip let's start with the official description uh which explains it, uh, this movie which stars allison brie as sarah who is quote an awkward woman with a fondness for crafts horses and supernatural crime shows so pretty straightforward young woman here uh, who finds her increasingly lucid dreams trickling into her waking life uh, mm. So the, the, the full clip is posted on relevantmagazine.com. You can go give it a look if you want. Um, but there is reason to think there's more than meets the eye. Movie is being produced by a team that I know you're a big fan of, Jesse, Mark and yeah, Jade Duplass. Uh, this duo has helped create projects like Safety Not Guaranteed, The One I Love, Jeff Who Lives at Home, and uh, a show on HBO called The Room 104. These projects all involve some sort of... Uh, uh, they're, they're twisty. They, they keep their a little bit Hitchcockian in nature and they they tell surprisingly moving stories centered on outsiders who face some confusing moral dilemmas and uh, often leave the audience not quite sure what they saw and what's real and what's not. Is that part of the appeal for you, Jesse? Yeah, for sure. It's interesting because the Duplass brothers, uh, you know, they they have the ability to play it straight and do kind of the, you know, they've done a lot of those sort of rom-commy mumblecore coming-of-age movies, but when they dip their toe 
to these waters like those projects that you mentioned that, that are kind of more mind bendy like Jeff who lives at home about this guy who has sort of these premonitions um, that you're not sure if you know what's real and what's not in the movie Safety Not Guaranteed is a movie about someone who believes he's a time traveler in contemporary times but they're all done you know it's Jeff who lives at home stars Jason Siegel mm-hmm. you know Safety Not Guaranteed uh, Aubrey Plaza yeah. stars so they, they, they kind of take this like uh, really kind of interesting fun look at these really kind of interesting weird stories but like you said there is a moral center to them and that's why I'm kind of interested to see where this one horse girl goes you know Jeff who lives at home I I don't want to spoil the end of the film for people who see it but same with safety not guaranteed really leave on these tremendous high notes that give that give audiences a lot of hope so I'm I'm interested to see where this new project goes yeah and it's always hard to predict the beginning of a Duplass Brothers movie is never a good sign of where it's going to end up Uh, exactly that's where exactly. I, I, I'm definitely intrigued by it, and I'm a sucker for everything that they do. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. We'll post more about it at Irrelevant as we learn more. Yeah, sounds good. I'm looking forward looking forward to more updates and to seeing the film when it comes out uh, uh, later this year. All right, well, Tyler, thanks, man. Hey, thanks, Jesse. Hey, you can read more about those stories and everything else we're covering over at RelevantMagazine.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to see our daily updates. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to our other podcast and our weekly newsletter. You don't want to miss a thing. you got to subscribe, you know? Hey, remember, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Редактор